Solo pods roll on, and so do the great matchups we have. Oh my gosh, week number six in the OUA. Uh, September coming to a close, but not before we get Windsor Western. Now, before we get to that, I do want to talk about the U Sports Top 10 because... What the hell? What the hell? Uh, in terms of rankings, Windsor has jumped over Laurier because they beat Queens with a backup quarterback and Ottawa with a backup quarterback and McMaster with first-time starter Keegan Hall. Huh. I get that they're 5-0. and Laurier has just as impressive wins, and they beat Queens at full strength on the road. That wasn't not a home game. If we're comparing schedules and comparing how they've looked, Laurier and Windsor head-to-head, I believe Laurier still deserves to be above them. Um, but having UBC below Windsor as well, don't even get me started. Uh, yes, Windsor's good. Yes, this is a fun story to follow. They have the Western Mustangs this week. If they're going to lose this game, it needs to be a three-point loss to justify having them above the Thunderbirds and above the Laurier Golden Hawks. Absolutely baffled when I saw Windsor jump that high up and Laurier three spots below them. UBC has back-to-back 50-point wins in Can West and look to be the dominant player in the conference and if Windsor goes out and beat Western in this game then yeah they deserve to be up in that top four upper echelon of teams but I look at the Laurier Golden Hawks balanced offense star players at receiver that have been dominant Uh, the defense has been lights out at all three levels Windsor, they've ran the ball really well. Danny Skelton has looked good at times. Uh, He can control a game. But their offense didn't do a whole lot against Queens. They didn't have to because the defense was so on point. But when they played a real big boy defense, offense had their lowest rushing output of the year. Laurier, when they played Queens in week one, it was second and long conversion after second and long conversion. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is my personal preference. Windsor, not above Laurier. Yet. This week may change things. Uh, In this game, really, really, really excited to see how, well, Windsor's offense matches against this Western defense. Western's defense has been really strong. Jackson Finley covers up so many mistakes and errors if they happen on the back end. That it's like they didn't even occur. Uh, moving him, since Valente has graduated from the program, moving Jackson Finley, their best weapon on defense, back to that safety role has done wonders for this team and really freed them up. It lets their corners play so aggressive because, well, if something gets behind them, Jackson Finley has the range to make it over and make it right. Uh, before has been locked in. He has so much length on the outside. He really focuses on using it and making sure receivers know he is around them. 
uh, even when he's dropping into a deeper third. So uh, with Windsor's offense, run game has kind of struggled the last couple weeks. It's up to them to get going because we all know you can't play Western one-dimensional. McMaster tried it. McMaster did not succeed in doing so because of the turnovers they were uh, able to generate. Offensively, for Western, this Windsor defense is going to apply pressure to Evan Hillock, but can your front five and can your playmakers on the outside get open and use the quick game effectively to really stress this team and force them into situations they don't like? I think they can. Mohsen Jamal, Savon Magne-Jones are so fantastic with the ball in their hands. Even quick tunnel screens seem that they can break out for huge yardage. So uh, in this top 10 matchup, top 5 matchup, I guess 1-4, and four, Western, I'm expecting them to kind of play same old, same old. But Coach J.P. Shelley has this team locked in for Windsor. Uh, they're not going to go down without a fight. Keep it up. Keep it tracked. It's going to be a big game on the Saturday. Uh, let's move on, though. It's Panda Week. I know. It's uh, a Sunday because the city of Ottawa hates the Panda game. They've tried everything they can without canceling it to make this game a, quote, safer environment. Even though it's it's fine. The game is never the issue. It's the antics afterwards. Guess what? Ottawa is going to find out this weekend It doesn't matter if the game's on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday like they're trying this year. There's going to be a party in the streets afterwards. There's going to be, you know, someone that ruins the bunch all the time. It's 20-somethings. It's 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds partying with their friends, celebrating a rivalry uh, that really promotes not only Ottawa athletics, in terms of the two universities, but homegrown talent, uh, it's a credit to the NACAFA program because there's a ton of Ottawa high school football players that are represented in this game. Uh, there's guys all over the field. Both teams are littered with them. And for this game to be already above 24,000 tickets sold, I believe, it's going to be a sellout like it is every year. But for the city of Ottawa to kind of push it to the back burner and try to get it out of the way with a 12 o'clock start on a Sunday, all the kids are going to do is get up two hours earlier. And I'm sorry if you have a Monday class at 9 or 10 a.m., that prof, don't be expecting too many kids to show up because this is not going to stop the party. It's not going to stop the tradition that is the Panda game. And the game this year should be good. It's not going to be a high-scoring affair. I hate to break it to you if you like touchdowns and offensive football, but these two teams are founded on their defenses. Ottawa's defense has held them in this season since they've lost Ben Miracle. Carlton's defense has allowed the offense to take its time and grow. You don't have to score 40 points a game because we're going to take care of it. Now, Lefebvre, Huckabone, Ferdinand, Tristan Reddy, Hunter Brown, these guys are capable of this 40-point game. Amaklar Polk, Mello Font, and Gendron are capable of putting up points. But against each other in this rivalry game, I don't think we're going to see a team total over 60. I don't think that this is going to be a 35-30 game. 
I, I think it's probably going to be more in the 21-17 range. Uh, with that being said, there will be some fantastic football on display. These two teams are really going to expose what they know each team uh, struggles with. They know the, each other. They know the players. They know the systems. It's going to come down to which team is capable of putting together a complete game. Will the Ottawa passing game show up to complement Amiklar Polk? Will LeFave and Co. be able to sustain drives with their pass-dominant offense? That's going to be the major questions uh, as we see this Panda game, but I'm expecting Carlton to take it. I, I know Coach Corey Grant, uh, each year we ask him, you ready for Panda? And his first year last year, he, he kind of said to us, now, I don't really know what the big hype is. Like, yeah, it's a football game. It's in the CFL Stadium. It's, it's a rivalry game. Uh, this year, he said, you know what? After you experience it, it is something unlike anything else in this country. Pro, university, amateur football, semi-pro, uh, CJFL. Nothing compares to the Panda game and the atmosphere it brings. So uh, be ready <laughs> as we as we get the Panda Um I'm super excited for this one. It's going to be a fantastic matchup. In terms of the other OUA games, Mac, Toronto, Waterloo, Guelph, uh, Queens, York. Queens, York. Queens needs to get back on track. Waterloo, Guelph, Abood, and Co. are going to keep rolling and look to build another win as they claw back into the playoffs. Mac, Toronto. These guys need to get out of the basement. They need to find somewhere to go with the football offensively. Uh, they need to find an answer at quarterback, as in the Varsity Blues do. Uh, two straight games of Kinsale Phillip being pulled in favor of Scott Barnett. For McMaster, well-rounded attack, limiting turnovers. Same old, same old. You guys have heard it week on week. Uh, <coughs> let's take it out of the conference, though, as in the OUA, and talk about, you know, some of the other major games this week. Uh of course, the story about Maya Turner with Manitoba has been fantastic. They play Calgary, Regina, Alberta, X on the road at Bishops, which I believe could be a Loney Bowl preview. Uh, watch for Bishops to keep riding the bus while Bishops, they know what they have to do to contend for this conference title. The last game I want to talk about, though, UBC at Saskatchewan. We just saw Sask rebound-ish against the Calgary Dinos with a big game from their defense. Uh, Amadrid tried to throw it away as we talked about Tuesday. The hero ball needs to stop. UBC, 50-piece, 50-piece. Offense is clicking. Can they go best on best? Best defense in the conference, best offense in the country, uh, conference. I almost said country because I, I do believe UBC is something to be feared. But on the road at Griffith Stadium is a tough travel for the T-Birds. Uh, Rooker, Knight, the squad on the offensive line with Gio Manu and Theo Benedet. Uh, I, I'm really interested to see how this game plays out because the Saskatchewan Huskies, their defense has kept them alive and has made them contenders every year over the last few for that Hardy Cup. But the T-Birds know you're the champs until you're unseated. This is their time to show that, you know what, last year's game at UBC, yes, it was a win. 
they tried to go back to it in the playoffs. Didn't quite work as well. They need to show they can win at Griffith Stadium and that it wasn't just the home stadium advantage that caused them to win that first game last year. Sask, Amadrid needs to cut the turnovers. If you're giving UBC extra possessions in this game, it's going to be a long-ass day for you. I, I'm sorry, but if you turn it over like you did last week, this is not going to be a pretty one. Uh, keep it moving. Keep it locked. Here we go for the weekend. As always, fox40shop.com CFP15 gets you 15% off your whistle needs. Uh, Wade Zank, CF Perspective. Enjoy the weekend of football. We'll see you afterwards. Uh, enjoy the rivalries.